Last time, the party reassessed their strategy, the last battleground having taken its toll. You even revealed the nature of the torment of the seventh level with its wrath and prepared them to avoid a fight. Grana wild-shaped into a giant eagle and carried Yeevan while Geg mounted up with Koromith on Beakbeak. Geg apologized to Koromith and said they had to stick together, then made his attack on the devils from afar. The two teams began soaring overhead of the battle, only to find that it was brought to them. The spiny devil below flapped thread-thin wings and speared at Grana in the sky while Shades attacked from down below. He even shot out dissonant whispers to the fiends while Cormeath, Gag, and Beakbeak flew in and made their attacks. Freed from the grasp of the Bone Devil for a moment, Grana flew to the exit. Cormeath kept the devil at bay as it attacked Beakbeak, then the three made it out. The party rounded the corner to find yet another battlefield before them, but they were able to swiftly cross the first section. And Aaron Yes noticed them and attacked, drawing another devil to the battle, cut deep. Most of them made it to the far end, but Grana turned back to make an attack to hold off the encroaching devils, only to get locked in combat. Geg pushed her out of the way, and the party made their attacks. Eventually, they made their way out of range of their enemies and crossed the threshold of the battlefield, where Desri stood between them and the other devils and told them that the living had crossed, and daring them to just try crossing her. group of you walk into this area, you see it quickly curves around. uh, And from where you are at, even, you can see that this is a much bloodier battle than before. You see that there are even more warriors here fighting much harder. There are a single type of devil that you see currently, but there is another battlefield before you. Well, Crew, uh, same same game plan. Uh, try try and try and avoid them. Yep, I'm out of wild shape though, so I can't fly anymore. Um, okay, can you I, misty step? Uh, Cormie's rage is still going on, so the uh, terrain around him is still difficult terrain as well. That's right. I'm good. Which I don't think any of us are impacted by. So no, would still dank, but. Maybe stick kind of close to Koromith then? Yep, I can do that. All right. And I'll I'll try dash. Um, I want to pull out a potion of healing and drink it real fast. Okay. Because I'm not doing great. I healed for four points. Woohoo! Woo! (laughs) Grana, stronger than ever. Literally the lowest numbers I could roll. It was two ones. From behind you all, uh, you hear Desri rejoin you, uh, the other demons having turned back to their lair. And she goes, ah, I mean, this is a, this is a fun path you've got here. Look out for the blood. Thank you, Desri. Thought you weren't helping us. Well, not here, but soon. Uh, she, she picks up and, and flies up into the air. We've got to figure out a plan for when we get sucked into battle. Since Grana's groundborn, no surprises there. There's going to be a battle inevitably, and we need to have a plan for it. Well, I think maybe we should try sticking together, because I can 
lend you a bit of something just by being near you. But, uh, you know, if we separate, that's that's going to get uh, a little tricky. Yep. Dude, I just want to turn around. I just want to dap up Gag. Like, hey, look, <laughs> oh, we, oh, oh. Like, we, we had our troubles, but Gag grew back on me. Avoid the blood. What do you mean? Uh, oh, De- De- Desri? Desri? Yeah, yeah, sorry, uh, She's, sorry. like, up in the air. She's like, huh, what? Oh, um, I mean, that's, you know, I don't know if you've, you should have noticed, so I'm not saying anything new to help you or anything, but, like, you know, the shades collect in the, in the pools of blood, so, like, if there's any unformed shades, you might do a little splishy splash into some trouble. Smart as always. <laughs> she winks at you. <laughs> okay. Is this some place we could take a short rest? Can mm-hmm. I roll an insight check yeah, to see whether or check. not I can take a short rest here? Go for it. Ooh, that's a 32. Oh my God. <laughs> um, now I've got to decide. Gormis would probably have to lose his, well, he would definitely have to lose his rage. Yeah, his rage would end. But does he get his rage back on a short rest? Like, can he no, use it but again? it really doesn't matter. You think it's possible, but uh, you'd have to be kind of lucky. I mean, these people are hungry for blood, and you all are just kind of sitting ducks. So there's a chance that maybe right. they just won't notice you, but it's it's definitely a gamble. Okay. I'm going to say then no short rest. This is not the time. Maybe yeah. soon. In that case, I might let y'all, like, wander through here and— I guess, would it be more helpful to have me present and, like, assisting in the battle, or would it be more helpful to have someone just get to the other side? Um, probably stick with us, I think. Okay, I'll do that. What if we landed and formed a V for victory around even? Yeah, I would say that, I mean, even not just a a wedge, but if we form, like, a even, like, a turtle or a box, and you and Gag are in the lead with... Uh, with Beak Beak, I think that could be quite an effective way to make our way through this scenario. Hmm. Well, that's three of us in the front and two in the back, so... So it'd be like a little house. Opposite wedge. Or I guess like a long rectangle because Beak Beak is large. Yeah, trapezoid. So, gang, you take point. You're pretty skillful, and I trained you myself, so I know you're talented. Grana, form up on Even's left flank. He's going to need the most protecting there. You know how that goes. Desri, if you hover above us, we've got a three-dimensional area covered. It's a dome of silence. I don't know why I said silence, but it's a dome of silence. (laughs) We can keep Uh, it protected that way. I'll stay on PC. I I can't help you until you get to the other side. God damn it. But I'll fly over you. That sounds like fun. (laughs) Well, at least watch him. He's probably liable to hurt himself. I'll be watching. Wander off. She takes out like some jerky or something. Starts eating it. <laughs> All right. So here, some I'm hell gonna, jerky. It's a popcorn. Just some hell jerky. How can I get it's rid of the It's just covered number? in like mango habanero sauce. Oh shit, that sounds Ooh. good. So which path should we take? We do. We want to avoid the blood. God, she's smart. Why don't we head she left? Waves. And then, you know, once we get there, we can kind of weave our way through the middle of the room. How big are these spikes? Like, if we went right... Because the map makes it seem like we would hurt ourselves. But (laughs) if they're, like, not that big, 
Yeah, they're they're a little bit smaller than what they appear on this map, but it's not like they're reaching out to get you, but there's the chance that if you're near them, enemies could rush you and push you into them. Yeah, sure. that happened yeah. in, in the first uh, section of this, I think. We, we did that to an enemy, I think. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> well, we could either head left and try to avoid the spikes, or we could go straight down the center and try to jump over the middle pool and then run for the exit. I've got okay. enough spell slots for a misty step. I can definitely make it past that pool. And I could too, yeah. How, how far is the distance on misty step? 30, 30, 30 feet. feet. Okay. Gag could also misty step. So three of you could misty step and Beak Beak could just glide right over. Yeah, just yeah. Jump. Okay, so uh, just, uh, looking in front of me, I can see there are enemies. Can I see the whole room's enemies or can I just see like maybe like the, the ones that are nearest to me? Roll yourself a perception check. Got it. Hell yeah. All right. Plus zero. No. Oh, plus zero. No. Oh, God damn it. Uh, there we go. 16. Nice. Um, yeah, Cormith, you can see, uh, you can see everyone on the battlefield right now. Okay. If we drive right down the middle, we might fall straight into a trap. Attack from both sides. I can count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven that could close in on us. Are you confident of fighting our way out of that? Well, someone might take a swing at us, but we just got to keep running through. If if they try to lick you, just run away. That's what I was taught in school. (laughs) I am also pretty confident that if push comes to shove, I could just misty step my way across the whole thing. Which, I mean, wouldn't be like entirely fun, but we'd make it through. If we stick to the outside, they'll pile up before they can hit us. I think I, I think I, that sounds like good logic. So, uh, left. Ooh, yeah, left that was fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're saying left, Cormith. I see, left. I see fewer devils towards the left and we've already dealt with the shade. So I think the best option is to go left. All right. We'll go All righty. All right. So, okay. So then uh, I think what'll make it easiest for this to be in mind is that I'll say all of you take your movement at once at the beginning of sure. your turn, and then you don't have any movement on your turn. That 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 sounds perfect. Yeah, because right. yeah, the idea is like we're keeping even in this little protective shelter. All right. It's <laughs> um, a precious little boy. Yes. Everybody, roll initiative. All right. I got a twenty-one. Hell yeah. Let's see, that is a uh, 22. <laughs> Seven. Gag got a uh, 14, which is really bad for Gag. Oh, God, doesn't Gag have a great buff for that? Like, Yeah, he's got a plus eight. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Gag didn't get the bad rolls out. I, sh- I should have gotten the bad rolls out for Gag. Oh, man. All right, so uh, where are y'all moving as a group? I am thinking, and, and y'all let me know, <laughs> let's move 25 feet to the left. Yeah, that looks yeah. good. Cool. All right. You all make your way in this wedge formation. Desri flying above you as uh, she watches entertained. (laughs) And then that is Cormith up first. Okay. I'm going to hold my action and I'm going to uh, for uh, to use the dodge action. Um, You would just take the dodge action. I'll take. Okay. I'll I'll take the dodge action then. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Peak peaks with me. 
We're doing the same, and I just want to double check. That's the action itself, so I can still do a yes. bonus action, right? Correct. Okay. Yes. Then I'm going to pull up the wild surge table and re-roll that. All right. Because I don't like the difficult terrain bit. I feel like there's a better buff we could have. Yeah, nobody, to... nobody in your group's affected by it, but doesn't mean it could be better. Sure. Um, yeah, damn it. I, I just got to... Here we go. Wild surge. Okay, let's re-roll wild surge. That's a D. That is a two. You teleport up to 20 feet in unoccupied space. <laughs> Fuck ass. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, so then I am going to go ahead and teleport 20 feet off of Beak Beak uh, to right. here. I think I want to double check that that's 20 feet. It is. It was. Okay. And you were, you were on the ground, um, so you're good. All of a sudden, I'm in this new space, and I still got the dodge action, uh, but like, what the? Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Shit, I could just teleport across the map now. <laughs> yeah. Next is Yeath. What, what the hell, Cormeath? How'd you get over there? Whoa, we should have mentioned that. We were figuring out how far we could go. <laughs> I don't know why I sound like a pirate. Yar. Damn it, gang. Let's see. I, I'm going to cast... I'm probably going to cast another Bane. Because that seemed to do pretty well, and also my spell save DC is pretty fucking high now. Okay. So I think I'm going to cast a third level Bane. Okay. Which will allow me to target five creatures within 30 feet. Well, how many creatures are within 30 feet is probably a better... Three. There's only three? Okay, well, I guess I'll... I hate that I'm gonna burn the last of my first level spells. Ugh. All right, but we'll, we'll do not it. Not cast it. All right, go ahead. I, I could, What's the but I um, it is a DC 19 charisma saving throw. Ooh, that's a okay. good one. So I'll, I'll start with the shade. Um, okay. The shade rolls a dirty 20. Oh, I um, don't understand how. Your hell creatures have such good charisma. They are devils. They're supposed to be charming. Um, Deeply upsetting. The first demon rolls a a dirty 20. God damn. Son of a mother lover. And the second one rolls a 24. Oh, well. Uh, They do turn to look at you, though. So that's fun. Is there there's nothing on a save like no, no damage or anything like no nothing on a save? Nope, because nope, it's basically uh, a, a curse. <laughs> yep, it's just a, it's just like a passive effect. It doesn't actually do any damage. So, man, that is extremely upsetting. Uh, that is really unfortunate. Yeah. You know what's more unfortunate is now it's those three characters' turns. Well, uh, unless you have a bonus action, even. Uh, I have used up all my bardic inspiration. All right. So I am going to. Oh, and I can't cast a spell as a bonus action right now because I cast a spell. So I'm yeah, I'm done. That's it. Okay. Cool. Great. So the first one is going to run up to Gag. It is this shade that looks kind of like a drow, and it is going to make three attacks. First one's a 29 to hit, second one's an 18 to hit, and the third one's a 28 to hit. And all of those hit Gag. 
Man. 27 slashing damage, halved to 14, and then and 25 poison damage. You hear go go, ah, Who? Other piece. The devil's turn. First one closes in. Uh, it wasn't too far away in the pool of blood, uh, and it is going to attack Beak Beak. All right. Beak Beak has the dodge action, so let Beak me. Beak has the dodge action. So uh, it has disadvantage. Okay. So first it's going to try and whip Beak Beak. With disadvantage, that's a 19. Oh, let me check Beak Beaks. I think it's a 16, so. Uh, 17, yeah, it hits. All right. Um, so that is. 11 slashing damage plus 39 force damage. 50 total, okay. Yeah, and then uh, it reaches out to touch Beak Beak. That's either a 27 or a 13. So it reaches out, Beak Beak sort of lets out this eagle hiss, backs away from this thing. Okay. Second one is going to go after Gag. It is going to try and cast Dominate Person on Gag. So, woof, that's a high save. All right, Gag is going to make a wisdom save. Oh, shit. Gag is so wise, y'all. Let's see. That's a 12 plus 10 plus 2 is a uh, 24. So Gag saves. Um, He's not dominated. This devil frowns. It's uh, I haven't described these devils for you yet, uh, but they are these large, very broad devils with this slimy-looking green skin, and their flesh looks like it's just melting, but they move with surprising deftness. That is going to be all of these other ones. We're going to... I'm just going to make a bunch of rolls for them. All right. Uh, you see that the shades move around considerably. Uh, and then it is Geg's turn. Geg is going to cast Stone Skin on Beak Beak. I like the sounds of that. So he reaches out and touches Beak Beak. Beak Beak now has uh, resistance to bludgeoning, slashing, and piercing. All right. Okay. And then as a bonus action, he's going to regain that spell slot. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So it's fun. And then his turn is done. Everybody roll a perception check. Koramith is a five. Uh, it And Beak Beak is a nat 20. Whoa, Beak Beak. Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. I got a 21. Okay. Nice. I even got a seven. I'm distracted by the fact that my friends have been attacked because of my shit spell. Okay. Grana, you start to hear a rumbling to your left uh, on the, the spike wall, and it starts growing louder and louder. And from above, you hear Desiree yell, Oh shit, y'all! It's 12 legged Gary! Oh no! <laughs> He's here. And you see just coming down the side of this wall like a motherfucking freight train (laughs) is this creature that looks pretty much like a cow with several different kinds of legs. Some of them cow legs, but most of them are more humanoid or uh, creature legs. You see it's got the couple legs of a giant. Uh, You see it has some uh, short little tiny halfling legs just sticking pointlessly out the front of its chest. And it is this extreme 
extremely long cow that is crawling rapidly down this wall uh, at Koromith, <laughs> who doesn't see okay. it. Oh my god, Koromith, watch the fuck out! Yeah, actually, Grana, roll me a dexterity uh, competition real quick. I'm gonna <sighs> see who's faster, you or this fucking... <laughs> oh my god. Um... Eat. That was the uh, nine plus two. <laughs> Eleven. Oh, no, and it even did bad. Uh, Cormith, roll an animal handling check. All right. That is a 25. Holy oh, shit. shit. Um, <laughs> Grana, you kind of like freeze up in terror of what the fuck is this long, brutish cow thing. But Cormith, you look at Beak Beak and Beak Beak lets out this screeching trill that's the noise for danger and you look up and you see this fucking big old devil coming at you um, with its four hooves and eight other legs good god and it is going to make a bite at you Uh, you're taking the dodge action so it has disadvantage yeah it's a 15 and a 19 so 15 oh yes all right Hell yeah. (laughs) You dodge out of the way as this thing's mouth clamps next to your ear. uh, And then all of a sudden it's at your other ear and this thing is wrapping around you. It's going to try and constrict you. (laughs) Ooh, okay. It's either a 17 or a critical failure. (laughs) (laughs) Cormith, you fucking just dip right out of this circle as this thing tries to constrict you. And uh, you see it opens its mouth. It has these big fangs, but not just like a pair in the front where you would expect on like a vampire. It's like pairs of fangs all the way back, but the middle is just like molars. And it uh, starts to strike towards you, but that is the end of its turn. I didn't want to meet Gary like this. (laughs) He wasn't going to be a part of this, but then I spoke him into existence and I I loved him too much to let him not be. Oh, God. Grana. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, gonna make me take up Christianity. <laughs> All right. Wow. That's quite a compliment in my horror. All right. This, uh, let's see. I, I want to try out this uh, chain whip Desri gave me. If I can hit this shade without worrying about gag being in my way, that'd be tight. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And that's got a 10-foot reach. So um, give it a wing. Try That's an 18 to hit. Yeah, that just hits. Go. Oh. All right. Ooh. Yeah, you see it, it wraps around this drow. All right, that is a nine slashing damage. And if I can. Oh, yeah, that was an ex- a successful attack. So I can use my bonus action to incapacitate him. Mm-hmm. Nice. Did I write any like restrictions on that or you just can incapacitate him? It just says on a successful attack, you can use a bonus action to incapacitate your enemy. So if you'll allow it, what I would love to do is like wrap the chain whip around it and like swing it towards the wall. So it'll go Um, splat. I will allow, but you do have to make a strength check. Uh, It's going to be a DC 17 for you to pick up somebody and throw them into this spike wall. I'm going to. I want to try it. I want to try it. I believe. No, that's a two. (laughs) Uh, Well, nope. (laughs) Yeah, Grana, you do this really cool thing and it would have been extra cool, but then you go (laughs) and everybody sees it. (laughs) Well, okay. Um, Gag shrugs at you and he goes, it would have been cool. Thank you, Gag. (laughs) I agree. Um, 
All right. Uh, that's Desri. Uh, who's going to go, wow, look out. Gary's a champion. He and I are actually really good friends. We go to the mall sometimes. And by friends, I do meet rivals. Tell him to stop attacking us. Tell that would only encourage do- him because we're rivals. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, he'd be like, oh, you think I'm not tough enough for this? And I'd be like, <laughs> No, you probably are, but I believe in my friends, so you should let them do their thing. Uh, Cormier. <laughs> so Gary is now on the other side of me. Yeah. If I move, would I take an attack of opportunity from Gary? So the way that an attack of opportunity works is that if you leave five feet of Gary, yeah, then he gets an attack of opportunity on you. If you... Okay. Go around Gary's huge form, um, but never leave five feet. He does not get one. Okay, so yeah, what I was thinking about doing was pulling back towards Beak Beak with a split movement, just like towards the right and then down back to the party. Do you get to keep teleporting with your rage or no? I can as a bonus action, but I want to do something different with my bonus action, which is why I'm trying to feel this out. So are you Um, running through the blood? Yes, I would be running to the right to the blood, yeah. All right, make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. That's with advantage. Uh, nat 20. Oh, shit. Clermeth, as you're running along, you see this bloody hand shoot out of uh, the pool at you, but you just blast past it and make it back to Beak Beak. Yeah, mount up. All right, yeah. Um, okay, so then for my action, so I, when, I'm getting, when I'm getting your Beak Beak, like, I can, I'm assuming, especially with, like, the bond that we have, that I can clearly see Beep Beak's really hurt. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, uh, cool deal. He's so bleeding. Then, yeah, yeah. Let me look through my... Okay, I've got two potions of greater healing. Um, I, I, For my action, I assume, I would use one of those on Beep Beak if I can. Right. Yeah, cool. that would be your okay. whole action. Then that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do that, and then for my bonus action, I'm, go- I'm yeah. going to re-roll Wild Surge. Okay, cool. So I'm going to use one potion of healing. It's going to be 14 hit points. Okay. Um, not fantastic, but... Better than it was. And then go ahead and roll your D8 for Wild Surge. Yeah. All right. It's going to be a six. Uh, arcane energy taps into the minds of those around you. Each creature within 30 feet of you must make a wisdom saving throw. You see a glimpse of the creature's thoughts, learning how it will attack you. As a result, the creature has disadvantage on attack rolls against you until the start of your next turn, which is perfect because right. you didn't dodge this time. Let's see who's in 30 feet of you. Gary. <laughs> Gary's in there. Yeah. <laughs> a shade, a devil, and the shade that reached for you before, and another shade. Well, so it's not shades. much. Because if, if the Wild Surge requires a saving throw, the DC equals 8 plus your proficiency plus your constitution, which isn't much. That's 8 plus proficiency. Oh, that's 6. Whoops, let's look at a 3. 8 and 6 is what, 14 and 2, 16? Eh, they'll probably save mostly. First one is a 14. So that fails. I'll take one. <laughs> this one fails. The next shade got a... 11. Oh, sweet. So that one fails. And the last one rolled a dirty 20. Nah, all right, yeah, that for saves. sure. Uh, but it's far away, so whatever. The two devils yeah. get advantage. So the first one rolls a an 18, which For saves. sure, yeah, there you go. Yep, yep. Second one rolls a nat 20. Yep, for sure. <laughs> um, And then Gary. <laughs> Let's see how wise Gary is. Gary rolled a dirty 20. Well, all right. <laughs> Gary only has a plus two in wisdom, but he does have a plus 10 in history. And I I, I don't know why that is. 
but I've Whoa. learned something about Gary today. <laughs> Gary is actually a World War II expert. Yeah, yeah. He's like uh, talking about the, the first age World War II. Yeah. Yeah, regularly interviewed on, you know, the History Channel. Yeah. With his with his uh, big long tongue sticking out between his fang molars. <laughs> um, all right, uh, good roll, Cormeth. Uh, so you you, re- you briefly glimpsed the mind uh, no, of uh, no, whoops, uh, of these shades that are near you, um, and uh, one of them is just knocked the fuck out. Um, the other <laughs> one is definitely gonna come for you once it gets out of the pool of blood. Um. All right. right. Uh, And now uh, I forgot to do it last time. So what do we want everyone's movement to be? We have two enemies directly in front of us. So should we take care of them first? Well, we could just step over one of them. We're kind of getting our asses kicked here. Like I I was legit not kidding that I don't think we're going to. I don't think I'm making it through this chamber and I don't think Beak Beak is. I'm nervous. I won't either. Okay. So we got to. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, we, I legit have no idea. Like, yeah, we, we could try to go through these two. Um, that's going to be a really difficult path. Like, keep in mind mm-hmm. that, and by the way, if I'm metagaming, metagaming too much, of course stop me. Um, keep in mind that they can fight each other. So if it's possible that we could spur them to do that, that might help us. But if we if we take them on fighting, I don't think we'll last long. I think that that's a point that Koromith could communicate to the others, and I'll have you do that in a moment. Okay. Um, but the one thing I will say is that none of you get a turn before you move. Gotcha. Um, but okay. if Koromith okay. could still communicate that. <laughs> if we keep going forward, I don't think we're going to last long here. The little buddy's pretty bloody. So I'm not quite sure. If we go straight through, it's not going to work. To the right, they might pick us up. Go through the do blood? We have do we have any way to disguise ourselves? At this point, no. I don't think so. I can, I can, uh, I can give us the ability to hide. It'll be a little strange, but I mean, hiding is an action that you can you can take. So I can, I can uh, cast Just hide in an open floor. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, what is it? <laughs> I can cast. Um, the the pass without trace yes that yeah. pass without trace would give you a uh a bonus a, a steep one at that uh but there are people like looking at you so you would still have disadvantage on that roll which it, maybe that's enough you know maybe you all roll stealth rolls high enough for that but you are you are on a uh, a plane uh, yeah uh you won't leave any footprints yeah. but what if we break formation and make a, a hell of a dash for the dash. exit. Roll a history check. A history check? Yeah. Okay. I like the intrigue here. Oh That's a Whoa. 27? Hell so, yeah. Wow, damn, what, you want to go talk with Gary about history, nerd? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Even, you know, uh, kind of from what you have, uh, you've told songs about battles, you know, there's some amount of strategy that's involved in that. Uh, Essentially, what you are able to glean is the only people who would benefit from breaking formation would be you and Grana temporarily because Gag and Beak Beak are still in range. And technically, therefore, so is Cormeth. 
Um, it's basically a choice between do you all want to take opportunity attacks or do you all want to keep fighting in this one place and try and dodge next turn? Um, because awesome. even with your earlier insight check, these shades do not look tired, nor do these devils. Yeah. Maybe take the opportunity attacks or disengage. And- uh, there's no turn. You wouldn't be able to disengage first. That's true. I would say we should stick together. Yeah. Maybe a tactical retreat, question mark, or just push through. Koromith? Try going through the blood, too. It's just not going to be pretty. It'll be messy. I've been in the blood. It's not pleasant. A hand um, popped out. I jumped over it. <laughs> I mean, come on. What, uh, what do you expect? We're getting, we're getting pretty far outside of the six-second range that each yeah. round is, so I'm going to yeah. ask y'all to make a choice, uh, each of you. I say, uh, let's try to cut through the blood. I'm going to cut through the blood and, yeah. All right. So uh, you all make uh, a uh, mad dash uh, beyond the reach of Gary and past these two. Uh, these two are going to make attacks on Gag and on um, Kormith. Okay. So first one against Gag. Oh, the first one was incapacitated. Hell um, yeah. So, uh, Cormy, uh, not Cormy, Grana, you roll this chain. This person falls off to the side. They do not get their reaction to attack. So, doesn't matter. Um, that's going to be the devil then, who gets a critical failure on Cormy. <laughs> and, and that's good. Oh, and the devil, uh, the devil saved. Okay, yep, yep. Never mind. Uh, right, uh. yeah. Uh, so, one of them was incapacitated, and the other rolled either a 28 or a, or a 1. <laughs> so wow. lucky. Wow. <laughs> um, that is your movement. So now it is Yeevan's turn. Okay. Um who who is looking how is how is Gag looking? Make a make an insight check. Insight check? That's a twenty-five. Gag absolutely looks the worst. Um, followed by Grana and then Korami. Nobody's looking great, but Gag is definitely looking the worst. Cool. I can I also roll either a history or an, uh, I don't know, intelligence check? Are are demons fiends, or is demon its own class of thing? Yeah, roll a history check. Here's a history check. It's a 15. All right. Yeah, they're fiends. They're fiends. Devils and demons are both fiends. So what you do might affect Desri as well. But yeah, everybody in hell is a fiend of some kind uh, or a shade. I am going to cast uh, protection from good and evil on Gag. Oh, nice. For sure. Yeah. And then that is, yeah, I can't really do anything else. So that's my turn. All right. That is going to be the enemies. Uh, first up is going to be the shade and the demon who are fighting nearby, who you have not encountered yet, who are just standing in this thick mire of blood. Just standing there. They're not fighting each other. Um, they are fighting us. each other quite intently. Uh, they do not pay you any mind. Um, however, as a note, Geg is within five feet of it, so it will be able to get an opportunity attack. So it cho- if it so chooses, if Geg leaves that area, but he does have, but he it will but have, they'll have disadvantage. Yeah. Next is the shade that is behind you that tried to grab at Cormit before. It is going to go after the demon that was in the middle that had originally paid you some mind, so that one is now occupied with that. And then the uh, two shades ahead of you between you and the exit, one of them attacks the one before it, but the other one does 
uh, as it blocks this overhead swing by the other, it locks eyes with uh, you even. Uh, and that will be... I mean mug it. I glare at it rudely. All right. Roll an intimidation check. Uh, it's going to roll a competition for that. Intimidation. I'm surprised my intimidation score is a little bit better, but, um, well, that was a 12. It rolled a 22, so oh, yeah. it's not intimidated by you. Yeah, that um, makes sense. And in fact, it laughs uh, as it's like slashing at this other shade without even looking. That's rough. So anyway, uh, that's Gag's turn. Gag turns towards y'all and goes, what do you say we get out of here a bit faster? Yes, Let's please. Go. Yeah. Lead the and way. Then, uh, Gag goes, all right. And then Gag casts Find Steed. <laughs> you Yo, hear, so he mounts oh, up? What? what? You hear uh, oh, the Winnie. Is it 12-legged Gary? No, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Damn um, it. No, you just see it. So uh, you see behind you this beautiful horse just appears, and Gag hops up into the air, and he hops up so that he ends up sitting on this horse, and he goes, come on, Grana, uh, and he's going to make a strength check to pull Grana up onto the horse. That's a nat 20. He swings yes. up, no problem. Oh, shit. And goes, even get on Beak Beak. Let's go. Wow. All right. I... My hero. <laughs> right now, it's 12-legged Gary's turn. Oh, no. 12-legged Gary's going to roll to see about who he's who he mad about. And he has seen this frog all up on a horse. Gary's a cat. He doesn't like horses. Oh. So Gary's going to go after Gag. No. All right. He is. Gary, no. He's got disadvantage, though, right? Yeah, he has hella disadvantage he on disadvantage. anything that he tries to do to Gag. All right. First one would have been a dirty 20 to hit, but instead it's a 14 to hit. That doesn't hit Gag. Gary's teeth smash together next to Gag's jaw, but he ducks out of the way and goes, damn it. Get away! Grana, you are sort of dodging out of the way of the slimy side of Gary uh, just slurping by you. Uh, and then is going to try and constrict Gag off of this horse. Ooh, uh-oh. But frogs are slippery, so you might slip out of the grip, slip the grip, you know what I'm well, saying? it's a 28 or a 22. So that is going to oh, hit Gag. Oh, no, Gag. You see the many-legged form. They grip Gag in their knees and uh, pull him off of this horse. Grana, you remain on the back of this horse. Okay. And he's going to take some damage. I like found Steed just to get pulled right off it. <laughs> 22 bludgeoning damage, halved to 11. And then... An additional, uh, you see these spikes come out of the legs all of a sudden and pierce into Gag, and he takes an additional 17 bludgeoning damage halved to nine, and he is grappled. No. Oh, wait, actually, he gets to try and save out of the grapple. That's a 21. Gag is not grappled, but he is pierced by these spikes. Uh, and you see he climbs out on these legs and gets ready to hop back onto the horse, but cannot yet. Grana, uh, Gag does not look good. Mm -hmm. I figured as much. Uh, Gag looks kind of close to death. All right. It's my turn, yeah? Yes. Okay. I am definitely going to cast Mass Cure Wounds. All right. So that is 
Choose up to six creatures in a 30-foot radius sphere. Each target regains hit points equal to 3d8 plus your spell cool. cast. So that I'll do that for the whole dang party. Hell yeah. Uh, Grana, before you do that, though, go ahead and roll me an Arcana check. That's a 23. All right, go ahead and roll the uh, healing. 17. Before anybody takes that, uh, everybody except for Grana, roll a perception check. Okay, for Cormeath, it's a 13, and for Beak Beak, it's a 9. For Yeevan, it's a 15. And for Gag, that's an old 24. Yeevan and Gag and Beak Beak look at Grana, and you see, uh, and Grana, you feel this as it happens. As you go to cast this spell, there's this kind of cold fire that starts creeping up around you, and it moves through you. Uh, and Grana, everyone around you actually gains 34 hit points back. Woo! It, that was it, oh, shit. Everyone? Like, or, or is there some uh, restriction? Everyone, the everyone she was trying to heal. Which is okay. the party. It's all of us, yeah. yeah. Alright. I'm just gonna count, make that, sure. Grana. That put me back up to max. I'm not anywhere near max. <laughs> Yeah, neither is Gag, <laughs> but he's better. He's not on the brink of death. He's just very bloodied. All right. Yeah. Uh, Grana, do you want to make a uh, an insight check for me? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the hell just happened? Uh, seven plus nine, 16. Okay. Grana, you feel this cold fire that came out of the grounds of hell come up and and help you. And there's something about it when it passes through you that feels familiar. When you feel this fire move through you, there's this brief moment where one of your strongest senses, one of your strongest sense memories activates and it smells like home. Uh, and Grana, you feel kind of connected to hell. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> Red flag. Desiree's turn. Uh-oh. Desiree goes, damn, bitch. Why didn't you tell me you could do that? What did I do? What did I do? I don't Listen, know what we're going to talk about it once you get out of here. Uh, but uh, damn, girl, maybe we should have had like drinks or something to talk about this before because damn. I'm Karana just looks shocked and terrified. <laughs> All right, uh, everybody's movement time. Gag's going to be like, I'd like to introduce you all to Millicent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so Gag will move with you, but he will be moving off the horse. Uh, and he will, of course, get an attack of opportunity from the big old Gare Bear. Yeah, but he'll have Gare disadvantage. Cow. That's true. Gary um, will have disadvantage. And so will anybody else. I say, we, I say we move. Yep, like directly to the right. Or like up past these shades in front of us. How far past them can we get? 25 feet. Should we go? Should we go? I mean, if we, if we want to go off to the right, we're going to have to deal with like two full-fledged demons instead of shades. They're about as strong as each other. <laughs> That's okay. what they even want to fight us. Fair enough. I say we... I still say we go up and past these shades. Okay, so you want to go between the shades and the demon? I'm with it. Yeah. All right. So this 
twisting path that you all begin to follow. You can see that there's this opening uh, around these fighting shades. Uh, one of them has rarely, if ever, taken its eye off of Yeven. Uh, and <laughs> the group of you uh, run up. Um, first opportunity attack is going to be from the shade on the horse. That is a 16, which isn't going to hit this horse, I don't think. Oh, yeah, horse sounds dope. And then that's going to be Gag. Gary is going to have disadvantage, which is good because it's either a 27 or a 13. Um, So Gag Gag follows uh, behind and um, takes up a point uh, just behind Beak Beak. All right. Even you find yourself in close proximity to these shades, uh, one of which is uh, now definitely going to target you, uh, as well as uh, the demon on the other side in a pool of blood that seems to be boiling and the exit straight ahead, not too far away. Only about uh, one more turn to get to the end. All right. So that is going to be Koromith. Seems like we're in a sprint towards the end. So mm-hmm. Beak and I are going to take the dodge action. Okay. And I'm going I'm to just lean down to Beak Beak. Just hang on for a little bit more, buddy. I'm going to give him a pat along the face. Although he's ha- he's actually feeling pretty good. So He's feeling not, better, yeah. Yeah, not the best, but yeah, definitely better than earlier. <laughs> I mean, Gang still looks like shit, but uh, looking at everybody's stats, uh, he's definitely the worst off of any of you by a lot. Yeah, so... Yeah, uh, we're gonna t- gotten less rest than everyone in hell, in fairness. Uh, even. Okay. I don't know whether or not I should stick with the crew or just, like, mad dash to the exit. Especially if that demon is making sinful eyes at me. Ooh. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I, s- I said what is I said. Is it lust or greed no. or murder? <laughs> <laughs> sinful eyes. I want this demon to stop making eyes at me and start making eyes at 12-legged Gary. <laughs> yeah, even if you just want to use like a simple persuasion, you can absolutely use your action to mount Beak Beak and then use your free action to speak speak. Okay, then I'm going to uh lean into this just like kind of like you know hand to the hand to the side of the mouth kind of thing and like lean in towards this demon and I'm gonna say um hey don't look now but uh 12-legged Gary over there was talking some shit about you bud uh you might want to go take that up with them uh roll a persuasion check here's a persuasion check that was almost a nat 20 but instead it's a 19 okay and then you're getting on Beak Beak? And then I'm getting on Beak Beak, yes. Okay. But that is the turn of the shades. And uh, Yeven, go ahead and make a strength check. A strength check? Oh. You know, I rolled fairly well for a strength check, but I got an 11. Everybody make a perception check. All right. Beak Beak as well? Yes. Woo! Yeven is hella distracted. That's a natural one. Beak Beak rolls a 10. So Cormie's got a seven, BP gets a 10. Grana? Grana got a 15. You all see this shade pull Yeven off of Beak Beak and they land in a pile uh, and the dust flies up and they tussle around and then there's two Yevens. Oh, good. And you, neither of, none of you know which Yeven is Yeven. 
Uh, the real, the the real Yeevan just under his breath is just like, oh, fuck. All right. Um, <laughs> then it is the demon's turn. The devil is going to whip out at Koromith, um, who's taking the dodge action, right? Yes. Well, that's good because it's either a 29 or another critical failure. Ooh, it has. <laughs> Um, and then it reaches out to touch your leg, Korami. This Ooh, right. melting gob of, uh, holy shit, that's a 30 or a 13. That's a 19 and a 2, folks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's, that's almost as bad and as extreme as it can get. Hey, fuck. <laughs> um, Korami, you just dodged the fuck the way out of this thing's path. Holy shit. Those attacks do so much damage, and <laughs> holy shit, that would have made such a dent. Ooh. Fuck. All right. I don't even know how to feel about that. Speaking of how I feel about things, uh, this shade is going to look at these two Yeevans and try and figure out which is which. It moves into here, and Yeevan, it attacks you. It is going to make three different scimitar attacks. Oh, fun. First one is a 17. That misses. Second one's a nat 20. That will hit, yes. Third one is a 13. That misses. So it gets one nat 20 on you. Uh, you you dodge out of the way the first swipe. You dodge out of the way the second swipe, but the third swipe uh, catches you right in the side, and it pulls towards you with this curved blade, uh, and you feel your side uh, split slightly as you take 11 slashing damage and 20 poison damage. Even Rough. you have disadvantage on your next saving throw. Oh, okay. That's gag. What a fucking weird one to come at such a pivotal moment. Because that's just me. <laughs> Even make an insight check. Okay, insight. That's a 21. All right, so that's essentially what is going to guide Gag. You see Gag closes his eyes, and he walks towards the two of you, and he emanates this bright light that kind of envelopes you like a warm hug. And even Geg takes your hand and pulls you behind him. And then he stabs this false demon as he casts uh, Detect Fiend. Sick. Nice. Um, or, or Detect Evil and Good and defines where you are. Uh, so let's, let's see. Uh, Geg is going to do... Holy shit. Oh, oh my god. I just rolled all of Gag's rolls at once, and he, he crit twice with his long sword, and he hit with his bite. God damn. Yes. Damn. So, Fuck shit. First roll, Gag does 23 for the first hit. For the second hit, 25. <laughs> Jesus And then he Christ. fucking bites into them uh, for an additional five. So that's a total of 53 damage. Damn, dude. Damn. Fuck. Um, and this thing changes back to being um, a regular shade. <laughs> Holy fuck. And then as a bonus action, Gag's going to fucking drink some whiskey and gain yeah, back three right. hit points. Fuck. My God. <laughs> this is cool. Cool as fuck. I love Gag. Anyway, that's 12-legged Gary. 
You all make a constitution saving throw. All right. Oh, but Yevon has disadvantage. That's right, he does. Koromith is a 26. Grana got a nat one. Jesus. Even with use luck? Your, use your yep. lucky. I Holy did. shit. No. And, Holy and Beak shit. Beak also got a 26. So Corby uh, and Beak Beak both got 26. They're good. Even uh, got a 10, I think, with, oh with Gags. Oh, God. Lord. And Gag got an 8. What the? F- how, did, how did everything reverse? And Millicent rolled a 21. Mm. Okay. You all turn slightly and you see Gary open his mouth just a little bit too wide. You've got a great view of all these fangs. And he lets out this. And you all feel this wave of revulsion and horror pass through you. Um, Grana, Yeven, and Gag are all stunned. God damn it. Oh, actually, can I reaction counterspell this? This is not a spell. This is an effect. All right. Well, then I'll then I'll use hellish Oh wait, that's going to be fire damage. I won't use that. Never mind. I mean, you can you can still try it. I yeah, I guess I'll give it a try. Uh I'll use hellish rebuke. Yeah. Point your finger. Creature that damaged you is momentarily surrounded by hellish flames. Must make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, which I think is a DC 19. I like this. It takes 2d10 fire damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. Gary rolled a 22. All right. Well, he takes half as much damage from 2d10, which is uh, 16 half to 8. All right. He takes takes 8 damage. Uh, Hey, nice. It smells like like good steak. (laughs) Oh, shit. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, even you fall to the you fall to the ground, uh, stunned. You are incapacitated, so you can't move, you can't speak, uh, or you can barely speak, uh, but only falteringly. Uh, you automatically fail strength and dexterity saving throws, and attack rolls against you have advantage. So, Grana, uh, you're on a horse, which luckily the horse isn't stunned, so you're good. But staying on the horse would be a dexterity saving throw, which you automatically fail. So, Grana, you you fall off of... uh, Well, okay, hold on. You know what? I'm going to roll for Millicent. Yo, how has Millicent been so fucking slick, man? Millicent's made out of Teflon. Millicent rolled a 17 um, to assess your situation, Grana. So, uh, Grana, you stay on Millicent. Okay. But you are stunned. You're just sort of slumped over. Gag and Yeven are on the ground. So that was Gary's turn. Uh, Grana, your turn. You're stunning on a horse. I can still do things? No, I don't think you could. I don't think you have anything. All right, that's Desri. Uh, and she goes, oh, Gary, the worst, but also the best. That's movement time. What are y'all going to do? Are you going to leave gagging even or are you going to move forward? Yeah, because it's really kind of up to me. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Assume a position, not the a position. <laughs> Okay. Right where I'm at. Like, I'm going to hold Beak Beak steady here. Like, we're not moving. We're not going without these two. Like, I can pick up Make Grana. an insight check for me real quick. Can do. Um, It's going to be a 17. Um, You know that this horse could carry Grana away. And it's smart enough to know that you would you could tell it to do so. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. So, there, there's a couple of shades near me. And I know that there'd be an, an attack of opportunity from this devil. 
And uh, so I'm going to turn away from the devil, look at Millicent, smack Millicent on the haunch, you know, in like the universal get, get yeah. out of here. Yep. I knew you'd do that. And, like, <laughs> in the, in yep. the classic. Yep. Yep. Just like take off. And I'm going to attack the shade that is uh, right by a gag. That's like right kind of like between gag and the end of this All thing. Right. Yeah, you see this uh, this shade that was uh, previously fighting the one that had captured that had uh, been captured by Yevon's attention. Uh, you see that this shade is now uh, looking at all these enemies around it. And Cormeth, you make your strike. Uh, Millicent carries Grana to the exit. Do I take an attack of opportunity from the devil? No, you haven't moved. Okay. So go ahead and make your attack on the shade. What I okay? Here's what I want to do. I want to look at this shade and determine what I want to do based on whether or not I think it's got, like, some decent wisdom. Does it look like a wise creature? Make an insight check. Awesome. Yeah, seven. <laughs> Hard to tell. Not particularly. All right. Well, um, any creature, wise or not, is weak to the blade. So <laughs> we're bad. attacking. All right. That's going to be first attack. is going to be a nat 20. That'll hit. And, do you get, and you that, get something special I on do. that 20? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Right. Cool. And then this, uh, do you want me to roll damage on that or do you want me to roll both attacks? No, roll them both. Okay. You're probably not going to kill this thing. I'm not going to lie. Uh, let's see, uh, 27? Yeah. All right. Okay, cool. So let's do the nat 20 first is my second brutal critical. Or that's just that's brutal right. critical. Yeah. You can roll three additional weapon damage dice oh, when determining the extra fuck. damage from a critical hit. So fuck. That's gonna be yeah. Oh shit. That's a five uh, d six plus six. So shit. Four ones. Sixteen damage on five d six plus six. Man. Wow. Oh. Brutal critical. More like brutal to my morale critical. <laughs> Man, all right, well, fucking, I don't, God, Lord. Oh, I forgot to add the four in for the rage earlier. Okay. And this is four and six, uh, so ten. Cool. And then right, four from the rage is 14. I got it. I got it. All right. Rad. And then uh, what's Beak Beak doing? Beak Beak is, <laughs> Beak Beak can't, like, loves the fight. You know, Beak Beak sees me getting into it, so we're going for a uh, Beak attack, and that's going to be a 16 to hit. This uh, shade? Yes. No. Oh. Well, coming in with the claws, and that is going to be a 17 to hit. Nope. Damn it. It catches on this, and it makes this screw like, but it does not harm the the shade. That is even. You are uh, stunned, so uh, you can't take an action or a reaction, and you can barely speak. So I'm guessing you don't really have much, especially since you already said you were out of Bardic. God damn it! Um, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I'm just vibing on the ground, not <laughs> talking. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Vibing. I can't. I can't. I, I can't take an action. I can't. I don't have any bonus actions that I could realistically use just vibe and misty step right now right right yeah incapacitated but you can right. vibe. Uh, yeah I'm just vibe. gonna vibe all right that's gonna be the shades first shade the one that cormeth just attacked is going to attack cormeth bring it 
that. Oh, what's it gonna do? What's it gonna do? Oh no. It not just gonna hit corn me. This shade is gonna cast chain lightning. Ooh. So it's gonna hit hit Cormeath, Beak Beak, and the devil. And the the demon that's behind Cormeath and Beak Beak. Uh, so go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw. Cormeath, yes, you can see this happening. And you okay. are within 30 feet of Gag, even if he's downed. Okay. So, plus two for you and Beak Beak. Devil is not so a, lucky. So that'd be a 23 for Cormeath. And for Beak Beak, that is a... Uh, dex plus two, so it's a ten to a twelve for Beak Beak. Beak Beak does not save. Right. The the demon does save, and so do you, Cormy. Okay. Is this and if is this something that will do full damage or half damage, depending? Half damage, yeah. So Beak Beak takes fifty six lightning damage, and so, Cormy, you take twenty eight. Okay. So um, for Beak Beak, that changes. Because part of mounted combatant... If your mount is subjected to an effect that allows it to make an X saving throw yeah. and uh, to take only half damage, instead takes no damage if it succeeds and only half damage if it fails. So Beak Beak will also take 28 damage. Okay, so Beak Beak and Cormie take 28 damage. Okay, cool. Yes. Thank so still you. not great. <laughs> it was a pretty yeah. powerful lightning. Yeah. And then that's going to be the devil. It's going to attack Beak Beak. Okay. So that's going to attack Cormeath. Yep. First one, it's going to send out its whip. So then first whip attack is a 24 to hit. Yep. Um, So that is going to be 13 slashing damage halved to seven. (laughs) And 21 force damage. Okay. I'm going to... Oh, I've... Have I used my reaction this turn? Ooh, I, good because when, question. When, yeah, when I did Arcane Rebuke, that was a that reaction. That was during Gary's turn, which was last round. Okay. Then I'm going to use my reaction on this turn to use Stone's okay. Endurance. Stone's um, Endurance, okay. I haven't used Stone's Endurance for a D12 while. D12 plus what? Plus Something? Two, uh, plus two. So that, that reduces 11 damage. All right. Great. And then it's second attack. That's a 19 to hit. Yeah, it does. Oh, ho. Coramie. This devil reaches out to touch you. And for a moment, there is this brief shattering pain in your thigh as this necrotic damage hits you. And then, Cormeth, you feel this kind of charge. And all of a sudden, you take zero damage. Yes. you have immunity to necrotic damage. Ooh. Hell yeah. All Let right. Me real quick, update your stuff here. Oh, man. I was waiting for this shit to happen. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> roll an insight check. Okay. Hell yeah. That's a nat 20. Woo! Fuck. Yeah. Literally Dope. the best time to roll a nat 20. <laughs> I. D- Cormie, as this thing reaches out to touch you, you feel a shift as all of a sudden your armor shifts and surrounds you and becomes more complete than you have ever seen it. And Gormith, you see that the fire that resided within Grana is shifting out of her and into your armor. And not just into your armor, Gormith, 
into your very skin. You feel the force coming off of Grana protecting you from all necrotic damage. And as this happens, you feel this sense of echo. This feeling that something like this has happened before, even though you don't remember anything like this ever happening. But Kormith, you are now immune to necrotic damage. Whoa, yes! Oh, that's awesome. I'm stoked yes. about that. Mm-hmm. And fuck, I'm so excited for y'all to find out what that actually means. <laughs> yeah. That is the end of your enemies' turn, and that's Geg's turn. Geg's going to give himself 30 hit points. Okay. <laughs> um, Hell yeah. He's looking a lot better. He's not He's not fully unbloodied, but he's looking a lot healthier. <laughs> And then he's going to use his bonus action to get another sip of whiskey for another four hit points. God, get him all the hit points. All right. That's 12-legged Gary. God damn it, Gary. You see Gary uh, is staring at all of you when all of a sudden this shade stabs into his side and he dives in towards the shade. Yeah. Grana. How long does this stun last? You are now unstunned. Uh, oh, okay. You are <laughs> Good at the question. far side of the uh, of the battlefield. Um, Gary is distracted, uh, and with that distraction, all of you are freed. All of you who were impacted by it are freed from his control. Uh, you are no longer stunned. Okay. Um, I want to get off the horse and tell it to go pick up Gag. Go get Gag. Uh, it races off towards Gag. All right. Anything else with your turn? Not much I can think of to do. No one's looking at me, right? Right. Maybe I'll just, I'll cast Blade Ward just in case. Okay. What does that mean? Just for myself. Um, you extend your hand and trace a sigil of warding in the air until the end of your next turn. You have resistance against bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage dealt by weapon attacks. Oh, yeah. So just in case anyone comes near me, I'll be ready. That's my turn. All right. Yeah, Desri flies overhead and goes, come on, y'all, you can do this. Everybody's movement. Oh, yeah. The horse is running back to the rest of them. The horse is running back to the rest of them. Gag and Even are still positioned. I think Cormeath uh, and Beak Beak are going to post up and continue attacking the uh, Shade. Cormeath uh, and Beak Beak are not going to move. Um, Millicent has gone back and picked up Gag. Would that be all of Millicent's movement for the most part? Uh, Millicent has 60 feet of movement, so Millicent could get halfway, could get from Grana to halfway across. But it depends on what Yeven is, is wanting to do because Gag is going to look to Yeven before it, it taking off. Yeah. I think we should haul ass. All right. Uh, Yeven, okay. make a strength check. Strength check. That's a seven. Well, <laughs> luckily, Gag got a 21. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, nice. 
Yeevan, what yours is essentially going to do is you're going to take six force damage as Geg grabs onto your arm and it's pulled almost out of socket and you two head towards the exit near Grana. Uh, there are going I'd to be like two... I'd like the <laughs> There's going to be two opportunity attacks on you. First one is going to be against Geg, which will have disadvantage and it's going to miss Geg. Second one is going to be against Yeevan. That's a critical failure and a critical failure. Holy fuck, oh, that's two ones. Oh, man. Wow. Jesus Christ. That happened to Grana earlier. Uh, yeah, so Gag and Yevin get by without a fucking problem in the goddamn world. Uh, that's Cormie. awesome. I'm going to, uh, Cormie's going to attack the shade that's nearest to Cormie, uh, one of the ones that they had to run through. So I'm going to just go ahead and roll twice uh, for damage. Uh, there we go. So... Let's see. Plus 13. We've got uh, 25 total and uh, 24. Uh, yeah, man. For sure. Um, okay. So then that is going to be, let's see, 23 damage total uh, for the first. First. And for the second, it's going to be 1. God damn it. And 7, 8, plus 6, 14, plus 4, 18 uh, slashing damage for the second. All right. They don't look and- quite bloodied. And then I still have a bonus action. I want to, you know, fuck it. I'm feeling adventurous. Let's re-roll uh, Wild Surge. So, come on. Give me a four. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> you teleport up to 20 feet. You tell Damn it. Rough. Well, because Dude, I'm get looking. Out of there. Oh, no. no, I, in, no. in the direction. No. No, it's like, yeah, here, the, the way it reads, oh. um, you teleport 20 feet to an ocup- unoccupied space that you can see. So, Cormeth would be teleporting this direction. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's just up to 20 Kormith, feet. Up to 20 feet um, in the direction back since you were turning back and defending the shades uh, or d- trying to defend against the shades. So, you were facing back towards where you came. Yep. It's up to 20 feet, so you could move just a, a mere five feet. You don't have to go twenty feet. Okay. Okay. Then, then I'm on the gr- then I'm I'm next to Beak Beak facing off against this shade, cause yes. like yeah, but well, here we go. Beak Beak is gonna come in, uh, cause uh, Beak Beak is feeling a lot more nimble now that uh, big ass Cormeth isn't on him, and he's gonna come in feeling a little confident with a twenty seven to hit. Holy shit! Yeah. Yeah, and it's a two d six plus seven. So that's 12 damage on the claw attack. And then fe- feeling even more pumped up that that he got good real estate on that claw attack. Beak Beak is beak attacking. And that is going to be a 19 to hit. Yeah. Sweet. Nine piercing damage. Man, Beak Beak scored one more than the default value for each attack. That was Hell awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. They're still looking not quite bloodied. Yeah. Um, We're making and- our way. That is your turn. Even. What is there really for me to do other than... Cheer everybody on? Yeah. (laughs) I guess, uh, oh, actually, maybe what I'll, maybe I'll, I'll, like, try and give Koromith a helping hand. Ooh, that would be nice. I will cast a third level Dissonant Whispers on the shade that that Koromith is engaged with. So what's the save? So that's a wisdom, a DC 19 wisdom saving throw. 
All right. Uh, and if it fails, it needs to use its reaction to move as far away from me as it possibly can. Oh, I like that a lot. Wisdom? Wisdom, yes. That, my friend, is a six. Ooh, that Gotta thing's move gonna, away. That thing's gonna move as far away from me as it possibly can and take five D6 psychic damage and an opportunity Ooh. attack from Koromith. All right. Oh, yeah. So first, roll your damage, the psychic damage. Yeah, that was 13 psychic damage. Pretty low roll, actually. I got two ones and a two in there. It's kind of rough. Cormeet knows how that goes. Um, Yes, I do. And then next up is its turn, so it's going to run 60 feet. So, Cormeet, make your opportunity attack. All righty. Is it just me or is Beak Beak as well? Beak Beak as well. Yo. All right, Cormeet rolls. That is an 18 to hit. Yeah. Cool. Um, It's 2d10 plus six. Uh, no, that's a 12. Uh, In fact, that just hits. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, that's 8 and 4. So that's 12 plus 6 is 18 plus 4 is going to be 22 slashing damage. Okay. And Beak Beak is coming in uh, with a, a quick claw attack, just cool. l- lashing out with the claws. Uh, Crummy Demon, after just your attack, it looks bloodied. Yes. Plus 8 to hit. So Beak Beak is on a 24 to hit. And that is going to be 18 slashing damage, yeah. Okay. It also takes an additional 23 damage from the other shade it passes. Ooh. <laughs> All right. So then oh. uh, that's going to be the other shade's turn. Corey, make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Can I see this? Uh, yeah, you see this shade reaches out and points its finger at you. Okay. Uh, so it's either a 10 or... Hey, nine. <laughs> so ten. Oh my god. Okay. All right. Cormeth, you see this thing points at you, and uh, you see that this wave of force shoots out of its finger as you take seventy-eight damage, force damage. What's the rule on instant Holy death? Holy shit! It has to be double your max HP. Ah, okay. So you're nowhere near insta-death. But but I'm rolling death saving throws. Absolutely unconscious. Yep. Uh, wait a minute. I have... Okay, so Relentless Rage. If you drop to zero hit points while you're raging and don't die, you can make a DC 10 con saving throw. All right, make a con saving throw with... Oh, shit. Yours is plus eight and Gags is plus two. So roll to see if you get a nat one. Otherwise, you're back up to one. Four. <laughs> All right, but it's not an at one. So, Corby, yeah. <laughs> you um, you feel this wave of force just plunge into you, but you are fucking not willing to go down here, and you come back up with one hit point. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, God. Now, here's the thing. The next one, is the DC is plus five next time. Yes, it's 15. So, DC 15 <laughs> if I have to do this again. I mean, okay, but also you only have to roll a five to succeed next time. All right, yeah. Ooh. All right. Uh, yeah, Cormeth, you survive with one fucking hit point. <laughs> Holy God. shit. Clinging to life. God. Holy shit, yeah. Uh, in case you were curious, that spell was called Disintegrate. <laughs> hey! Good. So you almost fucking disintegrated. Ooh. <laughs> but because of your fucking staunch ass shit, you didn't roll death saves and therefore were not turned to, d- to dust. Ooh. So. Not yet. <laughs> fluff. 
Uh, that's the devil's turn. <laughs> Remember them? Yeah. No. Make oh, him go away. Fuck. Have Beak Beak roll a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Having a bad day. <laughs> uh, so, so we, uh, Beak Beak is a plus one. Gag is a plus two. So it's going to be a plus three to the roll. Mm-hmm. That's a nine. Cormeth, you stand this attack and you feel ashen. And as you look up, you see Beak Beak has turned against you as this devil cast dominate monster. No! All right. Okay. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. All right. The tragic end of Koromith and Beak Beak. (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't believe what's fucking happened today. Holy shit. Oh. Oh. I'm so scared. (laughs) I'm so scared. God, I hope you even go soon. <laughs> like, 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 how do you, what do you mean by that? Turn wise. <laughs> oh, yeah, turn wise. I thought you meant death lots. <laughs> That's also why I took it at first. Cormeth, you see Beak Beak turn against you and you hear this, no! You see Gag Missy steps onto Beak Beak and touches him and clears the effect. Beak Beak is free of his dominate be- monster. Ooh, wow. dominate Beak. <laughs> dominate Beak. Uh, and now Gag is atop of Beak Beak. Ooh. <laughs> um, oh you see that uh, Malif- uh, Millicent rolls her eyes like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> this fucking guy can't stay on a horse. <laughs> wow. What timing. Holy shit. Because that was a spell and then an effect. Like, Gag was able to fucking do that. Just barely. Holy shit. Well prepared. Okay. That's 12-legged Gary. (laughs) Who's gonna roll to see if he's still interested in this shit. Please don't look her. Please don't look her. You see Gary comes up alongside uh, sees Gag, who's just transported here, and is going to attempt to constrict him. No! That's a 24 to hit. Oh, God. The death of Beak Beak Cormeth and Gag. <laughs> Gag takes 17 halved to 9 Not bludgeoning bad. damage. Okay. And then Gag also takes 15 slashing damage as these spikes come back out. 15 halved to 8. And then uh, Gag is going to make a strength saving throw. Oh, no. Gag is restrained uh, because it's not his turn. Uh, And you see Gary unhinges his jaw and goes to swallow Gag. Okay. So Gary's going to make an attack with disadvantage. That's either a 23 or a critical fucking failure. God damn. Oh, my fucking God. You see Gag just whips out his sword and cuts through the flaps in Gary's mouth, uh, and Gary reels back. Gag fucking Gag nat 20s out of this thing's grip. God damn. Jumps back onto Beak Beak. Holy shit, Grana. Not today, bitch. <laughs> oh my shit, god. No kidding. Fuck. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> Seriously, what the fuck? 
Okay, so I'll I'll just cast Healing Spirit. What's the range? The range of that is sixty feet. So Holy I'll put it. Shit. I'll put it like like right next to Beak Beak and Cormies and Gag. Yeah. And so what's uh, the what's the range of the healing ability of the spirit itself? The not intent, the range of the spell. It, that's five feet. Yeah, I was just okay. about to read that. The intangible spirit appears in a space that is a five foot cube you can see within range. And that and that point can be within sixty feet. So Okay. So until a spell ends, whenever you or a creature you can see moves into the spirit space for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, you can cause the spirit to restore uh one D six hit points to that creature. No action required. Go ahead and then uh, roll the healing. So that's six. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Grana, you see that you cast this spirit uh, and this sort of slightly opaque fey appears. And you see as you cast it a moment after it turns towards you and it grows these horns and it actually heals Cormith for 12 hit points. Whew. Grana, once again, you are surrounded by this blue fire. And then it is now your movement time. I was going to say, let's fucking skedaddle. Let's get out of here. Yeah, I feel like Cormith would probably have the least choice here because Cormith is like hanging on for dear life. <laughs> Cormith's gonna squeeze his thighs together on Beak Beak and like we, we need to get out of here. And so so here's the thing about the movement. On my action, I wanna take the disengage action. You don't have an action. This is just your movement. I know, I know. And so that's what I was going to ask about. What does that look like? Are we going to take an attack of opportunity from 12-legged Brian and the devil by default? You're going to take a, an attack of opportunity from 12-legged Gary. I don't know who the fuck Brian is. Um, and What's from the th- devil, yes. 12-legged Brian, Brian is is Gary's cool cousin. <laughs> that comes around hey, like look at Gary. You think that there's anybody fucking... cooler than Gary? Fuck you. But he brings me beer. <laughs> All right, yeah, no, we we are gonna skedaddle. Beak Beak and Gag and I, I assume, like unless yeah. Gag takes some. Gag's uh, on Beak Beak. Right, right, and unless he takes some ownership, which I don't think he really would. We are gonna skedaddle forward as much, like as much as we can. So uh, first, that is going to be an attack of opportunity uh-huh. from Gary. That is going to be against Gag. Okay. So he has disadvantage. That's a 16, which doesn't hit Gag. Ooh, all right. Uh, And then the devil is going to strike out at also Gag. Damn it. I can't redirect that one. That's a fucking 12. Hell yeah. Both opportunity attacks miss. Ooh. Y'all make it towards the exit. And in fact, all of you make it to the exit. You have cleared this part of the battlefield you see before you is a twist and a turn. And as you peek around the corner, you see that before you is another battlefield. But on this battlefield, there is only one warrior. And all of you feel a quaking beside you. As Gag goes, that's the devil. What killed my wife? And that is where we're going to end for today. Oh, oh gang, shit. we will get vengeance. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, oh. man. Man, y'all, that was fucking exciting, yo. That was exciting. Oh, that was really shit. exciting. Damn. I'm so glad was, I had that ability. <laughs> oh, my that God. That was wild. Holy shit. That would have been so bad <laughs> if you didn't. I know. Oh, my God. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God.